Welcome back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, which is sponsored by Acres, the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more. Acres, solutions for every field. As we welcome you back to Sports Sightly, I'm Jessica Cootie, flying solo, so I am raining in everybody to help me out here these uh, last couple of nights. And of course, you know, I had to give a call into Damon Binning, who's joining us. Damon, how you doing? You survive holidays, Happy New Year, all of that. I'm good. Happy New Year to you, too. You, you put out the bad signal. It's, it must be rough having friends like you can just nobody wants to tell JC no. It's like, hey, listen, I got a job to do. I need some help. You got me. And it's like, I feel like I have to say yes, but it's you. So I appreciate it. I'm calling uh, everybody on the team to, to contribute here uh, this week. <laughs> I feel like it's good to know that it's not the content that I bring. It's just because you can. No, I mean, listen. You asked me what we're going to talk about. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. We're just gonna we're just gonna chit chat, right? How about I so I put out a video after signing day, talking about the oatmeal raisin, and I did not know people were going to get so angry oh. one way or the other about oatmeal raisin cookies, and Starburst. People were angry that you guys didn't like Starburst. Uh, you know, so it's rare, like on social media, that I'm like, wait, I think it's just because people like her more, but. <laughs> Every, I couldn't believe how everybody was like coming to your defense. I'm like, are they doing this just because she's nice or do, are they really wanting the effort and the low risk reward of opening up a Starburst after 60 seconds of fighting with the wrapper for like five seconds of flavor? You can get them unwrapped now. Come on. Really? Yeah. Are they still soft? Yeah. They, you, how does you, that you can work? get them in the bag it's, unwrapped. Really? Come on, get with the times, Damon. You're not that well, old. Unless, as you know, unless it's a gummy bear, I'm not buying it. <laughs> or, or a cough drops. That's your oh, candy. Oh, yeah, that's right, my candy, right? They what? were sugar-free. So you know the funny thing about that? I, and I didn't want to tell you you were kind of right, but when, when I open them up, they're, like, misshapen. They're teeny. I'm like, did I get the knockoff <laughs> bottom portion of the, the production bin? But... They did not seem like regular cough drops. They were about the size of my pinky nail. And I was like, wow, maybe she's right. <laughs> I, I'm always right. The more, you, the quicker you figure that out, the better it goes. <laughs> well, we had two new additions this week to the signing class. And when you, you came on on signing day, we knew that there were going to be some additions that we couldn't talk about because we had to wait for it to be official. But now that it's almost all put together, expecting maybe a couple more from the portal, maybe a couple more on, on signing day in February. But overall, what were your thoughts on the, on the class that this coaching staff brought in? Oh, that's impressive. Uh, and uh, listen, I, I don't care if you're affiliated with the network or not. If you're just a neutral, innocent bystander and you're looking at going from low 60s to top the consensus top 25 in terms of how you've you, you've put together this class and i think they're currently at 23 commits um it's been an impressive haul and and you know because you're around those guys you, you get to talk to them they work their tail off i think they know exactly what they want it was kind of topped off this past weekend with with nation and and cam lenhart and and just kind of telling a similar story, right, JC? It was, they have a plan. The staff talked to me about a plan. It felt like family. I, I really like what they laid out for me. And, you know, they just see, I believed in what they were telling me. And I, I, it's just kind of the reoccurring theme so far with, with what we've heard with these recruits is, is Nebraska staff has been very specific, 
in terms of what it is that they see, what they want, and how these recruits fit into the profile. So it's been, it's been impressive to watch unfold. You know, we talked about this a lot, and this was a big theme when I sat down with the coaches about how, you know, so many former players want to come back and coach for them. And, and Jeremiah talked about that. Hey, when you're sitting in a living room with somebody, and it, it gives you instant credibility because if you didn't, if he sold you something that he didn't deliver on, you're not going to go back and coach with them. And so you were a player, and then now you got a son that's going through this. It's got to also be a, a different, I guess, kind of perspective that these coaches are coming in having, I played for the guy. I know what he's about. Yeah, I think that's that's and that's a lot of it, right? The, just the real life, realistic comps that Coach Rule and his staff can use. They're not just some abstract, you know, comparisons. It's like, hey, when I did this or when I went through this with Coach Rule, so it just it brings a certain level of of, of personal feel, personal flair, authenticity, uh, if you will, in in the recruiting world and. Listen, as you know, it's all about relationship building. And yeah, it's not so much always about getting new guys as much as it is recruiting your own guys mm -hmm. and, and who else is recruiting your own guys. And I just think the more authentic and family you can be, uh, the easier it'll be for everybody involved. I asked you this on the press conference day, and, and we assume that this is what he was going to do, is, is really target this area and, and try to win this area. And then since then, that's absolutely been a message. And every coach that I sat down with for those signing day interviews, unsolicited, brought up that they want to win the state of Nebraska, that they're going to, they really want to bring the kids here and keep that local talent here. So your take on that, and, and especially, again, having a kid, but then coaching kids and, and being so familiar with this state, how important is that? Yeah, I grabbed a couple of the guys that I coach, and they're after another one that I parent. And <laughs> I think they got they got eight total when you count the preferred walk-ons with the scholarship guys. And that's it's a really good job. You know, the the, the story behind the story, he was relentless. Uh, by he, I mean Coach Rule, and, and going after guys that weren't originally in the fray and that he tried to get into the fold, guys that were in the fold, then out of the fold that he went and got back. Uh, you know, like a Malachi Coleman uh, locally. Uh, he made a good, valiant run at Zane Flores, who was never really in the fold, but that didn't sit well with him. And so I just think his relentless pursuit of kind of locking up the borders meant a lot. Because, I mean, let's be honest, Jess, you know this just because you had such a good relationship with him. You know, Coach Joseph did a really good job kind of mending the gap between what the Metro kids, the Nebraska kids thought and Nebraska staff currently. And he worked really hard to, to start to reestablish that tree of trust with the university. And, and Coach Rule was able to double down on getting the attention of those guys, right? I mean, he'd gotten in contact with Jalen Lloyd. They told him that Coach Joseph had said, hey, you know what, you guys were kind of misevaluated early on. He had he'd went out to come see Tristan Alvano things like that that weren't getting kind of the attention that they felt like they deserved. And Coach Rule and his staff were able to make good. I mean, what he did, winning the state over for the most part and with, with the young people, I think is impressive because you know you've got a good enough feel for it now. So many people talk to you. There's this Nebraska nice thing. There's this level of trust. And it's hard sometimes for guys on the outside that are looking in, but – 
Coach Rule and his staff seem to have hit the ground running, and I think it starts with just being authentic. And you said, too, I mean, you said it, that there's, there was a lot of talent in this past class, but there's some really good talent up and coming, which we can't name names specifically uh, here on this <laughs> show, so don't do that. But, I mean, there's some good talent coming through the state of Nebraska here in the next couple of years. Absolutely. The 24 and 25 class are loaded, um, and a lot of those guys have multiple, you know, four or five, six, seven or more power five offers the next couple of years. And so I think, you know, winning is obviously going to help and, and getting off to a good start could never hurt. But the ability to build these relationships early, we talked about the junior day that he had and how quickly he put that together. He'd been here eight, nine days and that came together, which was unbelievable, uh, by the way. But you're right. Uh, there's plenty to be had, and I think this staff is just getting started. All right, uh, thoughts on the national championship and Michigan not being in it? It's 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 strange, right? It, and it's funny because you know you and I will 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 talk college football and out, outside of just Nebraska and the landscape of what's going on. And I think both you and I, if I remember right, we liked Michigan and we liked Michigan quite a bit uh, in terms of their place in the Big Ten, and this was before Ohio State. And so to see what TCU was able to do in that game and how they were able to play just well enough, right? They didn't get great quarterback play, but they got timely good quarterback play. Right. They got timely stops. And, you know, Michigan was a little out of character. And in games like that where it's winner take all, you don't get mulligans. And TCU made Michigan pay for not getting mulligans. And I'm excited because I think they're explosive enough. TCU is explosive enough on offense um, to really present some challenges. And they're unique enough defensively to present some challenges. Georgia, on the other hand, uh, that Ohio State team gave them all they wanted, right? And then some Stroud doing things that he hadn't done his career in Columbus, scrambling, you know, evading good pass rushers, uh, buying time, using his legs, things that – we weren't sure C.J. Stroud was comfortable doing. And, again, it came down to Ruggles and the struggles <laughs> making that last kick for a quality kicker. I'm excited for this one. I thought all year Georgia was the best team in football. But in this sport, and we've, we see it a lot in the pros where sometimes it's about getting hot. We've seen wild card teams win Super Bowls. Uh, I think of the Steelers with my man Andrew um, <laughs> making, their, making their run as a six. Right. Um, and TCU just may be that team that's playing just well enough at the right time to present some challenges. I, I'm I'm pretty pumped for this one. I picked Ohio State over Georgia. I actually am not as high on the Georgia train as everybody else. But and I also think Max Duggan is a better quarterback than Stetson Bennett. And a lot of times a better quarterback wins these games. So I don't know. It could be could be Ooh. fascinating. Hot take from J.C. You know what I like, though, where I I can't agree with you three times in one interview. So I kind of agree with you that Duggan and Bennett, while Duggan is a part of the system, one things they both one thing they both do. How about when they they play well when their team needs them to play well, True. right? I mean, those guys are clutch, and they play good football in tough moments. So that's one thing that I want to see. Like, who plays the best, the longest, or the most? you know, uh, 
the biggest amounts of times I think will give their team the best chance to win. Oh, look, that, look at that. We're out of time. I told you we'd only talk 10 minutes, so it doesn't give you or and Andrew any time to talk about the Steelers. I'm so sorry what? about that. <laughs> Oh, it wouldn't be a great interview if you weren't you. <laughs> All right, David Biddy, appreciate your time. We'll let you get out of here. Thanks for helping hey. me out, for helping out hey. a teammate over here. Anytime. And it's it's only because of Andrew, but thanks for you guys. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. That is Thank David Bidding. Buckle up and put the phone down. A reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. More from Sports Nightly coming up right after this.